Hello. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Tackling Our Twenties, in case you forgot. In case you forgot. In case you forgot what you clicked on. This is your favourite podcast ever and we're glad you're back for another episode. So we are missing a voice. We are. This evening, you may have realised. I'm sure you'll have already realised. So Sarah is not with us tonight she is sarah's no Sarah's longer with us she's no longer with us no she is with us she's very much alive and well she's kicking but she is with some friends having a pizza she's at franco five pound pizza making the most of the last however many days of january yeah if you Um, listen to our podcast you know you would franco manco doing five pound pizzas get on it quickly because it ends in february so yeah so she's on it. So she's picked that <laughs> she's over, over the podcast. No, so she's, she's taking it a bit too seriously, <laughs> actually. So she's actually out with some friends tonight, yeah. some family friends with her sister. Yes. So we've given her a day off. We've let her off. It's usually me who has the days off. It's usually Lauren, but you know what? You're here and I'm proud. Thanks. And I feel like it's going to be a good episode. It will be. So we've got some big boots to fill. We do. Wait, big boots to fill? Or is it going to, what's the phrase? I think that is it, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. Like, We're normally know, here anyway, though, so... Sarah is the life and soul. She is. She's but, the one cracking jokes, but do you know what? I think we could be funny, too. Yeah, I feel like she is the funny one. So, it's our time hopefully, to <laughs> I feel like we are quite funny people. Yeah. When you get to know us. Maybe this is our opportunity to show so, the tots that. <laughs> Without some of our best content. <laughs> our best jokes. God, please keep listening. I bet people have just turned off because they're like, Sarah's not on it, so see you later. Um, no, We'll do our best. We'll, we'll do, our, do best. our best. And I think we should get straight into it because we're going to do a little roundup and we've got some bits to catch you up on. So yeah. shall we do it? Let's do it. Okay, so before we start this week's podcast episode, it's time for our disclaimer. Woo! Please remember that if you have any specific concerns or you're in a situation in which you require professional or medical Mm. advice, you should consult with an appropriately trained and qualified specialist. We are not trained to give advice in any way whatsoever. This podcast consists only of our own opinions based on our own life experiences and may, of course, be completely wrong. Probably is. Just three regular best friends loving life. Alex, you have had an exciting weekend this weekend. I have. Where have you been? I've been on a little winter excursion. You've been on a little romantic weekend away with Wonka. (laughs) Yes. Um, We went to the Cotswolds for a few days. Cute. Got back yesterday, hence the late recording of this pod. Um, We went to Soho Farmhouse which some of you may have heard of, but it's, I'd never been before to Farmhouse. No, I've and, never been to Farmhouse But like either. I always, you know, see loads of people go. So we went and it was, honestly, it was, it was like exactly how you picture it. Like it was so nice. And the weather was so nice because it was like really, it was super cold, but it was like frosty. It was like crisp. Yeah, crisp, frosty, but the sun was just shining. It actually felt like we were, you know, spending a weekend in the Alps, kind of like mountain, like ski vibes because there was loads of fires. It was all like wooden. Yeah, that's really cute. They had like little bikes. We were like biking around. We went to the spa like every day for three days. It was so nice. Um, Ate so much food. But honestly, oh my God, I didn't realize like 
I swear to God, we both saw multiple <laughs> people that we knew. And it was like, I thought I was going for a little, I thought, you know what? You know, like going for a, a break. Yeah. I'm going for a little break. I'm going to detox, detox, a little retreat. <laughs> Didn't realize I was going to have to be, you know, wearing my sunglasses most of the time, <laughs> hiding from people left, right, and center. I felt like a celebrity. Well, um, who did you see? Because I think Wonka. There are a few people. Oh of God! Wonka, it was in, like from Wonka's of, past that well, you saw. Wonka, right? <laughs> a few I of his friends. I won't say where he's from. I guess to hide his anonymity his identity his identity even though most people probably know who he is um he is from a very specific place in the uk is it in the uk i don't know oh, it's God the, i don't think it is in the uk whatever um but i swear to god half of his island his past were there love interests love interests <laughs> i mean he tried to make out they were just like family friends <laughs> i know the real story wonka we know we know you wonka and it was like we'd go into a restaurant and he'd be like oh where's Wonka gone he's just jetted off because <laughs> he's just seen someone he knows honestly it was like it was like everyone was there that's so funny I think it? I saw one or two people that like we knew yeah um which was fine because I didn't really care um but we also saw some like there was one actual famous person so there was one footballer was his name Tyron Mings or something he like I swear he plays for England like he's actually really yeah and I said really loudly I was like isn't that a footballer and we'll and we'll <laughs> And Wonka was like, oh, Alex, I'm not being funny. You couldn't have said that any louder. And I was like, he was oh, embarrassed. sorry, it's he was fine. Embarrassed it's like, okay, cool. Um, and then this isn't a celebrity, but we also saw a few people from Made in Chelsea, lol. Um, including, if anyone watches this, Made in Chelsea. This is the funniest part. This is honestly hilarious. So on the first day we sat down and then walk, like just casually walking past us was Julius and his like new girlfriend if you watch the recent series you, you'll just know who she is and um and i was like oh my god oh my god wonka it's julius they've literally just sat down next to us and we were just it's so weird seeing that you see them on tv yeah. and then to then see them in real life it's like just so weird like, he's not a celebrity though is he well no he's a z-lister he's a z-lister he's a major z-lister yeah <laughs> Um, no, but it is. We watch him it is Made in Chelsea. Because, so. And we talk about him a lot because he is the kind of talking point. He does make us laugh. He makes us laugh. I mean, the things he comes out with on Made in Chelsea he's, is quite embarrassing. And he's very cringy. He's, Sorry, Julius, he's very if you're cringy. listening. You know, we love you. We don't know who's we appreciate your ent- <laughs> We appreciate your entertainment. You are entertaining, but sometimes a bit cringy. Sometimes a little bit cringy. Yeah. But, but the funniest thing was is that we kind of saw them every now and then. And then on one day, we, me and Wonka are in the sauna. And obviously, the sauna Getting is... Getting all hot and it's hot it's sweaty yeah. it's not attractive i was sitting there like jesus christ me and it was just me and wonka in the sauna like quite you know quite a small sauna room and i see julius walk past and i was like oh my goodness he's just walked past please tell me he's not coming in <laughs> coming in the sauna Lit, lo and behold door opens he walks in and i thought do you know what because wonka's the kind of guy that says I yeah said, yeah He'll i gave speaking. him the look and was like do not say anything <laughs> I, he was going to turn around and say something like oh have you spoken to sam prince lately because they had this feud of course yeah. i genuinely would not put that past i would him. have laughed so hard so it was just me wonka and julius mm. all i mean they had their tops off obviously their little oy, oy. trunks on <laughs> It was, was he wearing speedos? It was sweaty. There was heavy breathing going on. Oh, I bet there was. And it was just Wonka. I was just sitting between Wonka and Julius from Made in Chelsea in this tiny sauna room. It was the most embarrassing thing. Then Wonka starts, I thought, oh my God, he's going to say something. And then he says, oh, are you all right, mate? If I just put on some um, 
some more water on the coals and I thought oh my god <laughs> and then I thought it was going to like put loads and loads on because he just does things to embarrass me and um, he didn't <laughs> luckily and Julie was like yeah yeah it's fine and that I'm was the extent of our talk. conversation I kind of thought he was a chatty person no we just sat there in but silence then, like Sarah said you know sometimes when you're relaxing in a sauna you don't want people talking to you I know we just sat there in pure silence it's probably something that I need to take you know be aware of in the future I think you would I'm the have type probably... of person that would have talked to anyone in a sauna because how's your girlfriend Julius how's it going <laughs> how's life How's it? Are we going to see you on the next season of um, Main <laughs> Chelsea? Um, but no, that was honestly so funny. I was like, typical. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to have to get out. This is way too awkward. You know, I need to like, feel the tension in the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. So we left. But yeah, well, I don't know if we saw really anyone else. But oh my God, you have to be prepared to see a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. It's a bit crazy, you know, it's crazy. Where London, pe- where the people of London It does feel like, relax. that's what I mean. It feels like London, but in the countryside. But honestly, if you can go, it's so so nice and so relaxing and just like oh this just the attention to detail like they pick you up from your room um or wherever if you need transporting around the estate or whatever you want to call it they just have Porsches going around like picking you up dropping you off it's ridiculous really like it's a bit OTT but you know um you pay the price you pay the price I know although obviously uh I went on a day when it was cheap because you know I need that discount I need that discount, that fifty percent off. <laughs> but no, it's really good. So no, that was really fun. Um, but yeah, I got back last night, so it's been a bit hectic since. Hectic. We've been busy, girls. What have you been doing, Lauren? Without me, not very much, to be honest. Yeah. No. No. Nothing. Nothing to update me on. <laughs> not really. That's all right. Well, what have we been? What have we been? We've been watching Love Island. We, we just have. finished. So we've just finished Love, yeah, we've just finished Love Island Australia, um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. To be honest, I thoroughly enjoyed the season. I actually loved that season. Um, I just need to just talk about a specific person. I know you do in this season. Come on, get it off your chest, Lauren. Austin, 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 Austin. I have no words for Austin. Well, I have a lot of words for Austin. But he leaves me speechless every time. If you haven't seen it, watch Love Island Australia. It's on ITV Player. It's so much it's better, better than, than the UK Love yeah, Island. it's better than the UK So one, much better. For sure. Funnier. And it's, got this guy. it's got so much drama in it. Yeah, it's so funny. And, and they aren't thinking about their mental health when they do these things. No, in the Love twists Island, Love and the Australia. It wouldn't be allowed in the UK, but... And also they don't, they're not really famous over there. So there's no, less no. like, they're trying, they're less concerned about being famous influencers and more, con- they are just genuinely seem to be like them- yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Austin, so this is one of the guys. Yeah. And I think he might just be the most perfect human being. <laughs> and what makes him perfect though, Lauren? Tell me. He, isn't he just lovely, Alex? I know. But you but tell the tots because, you know. Not, he's very, he's obviously very good looking. Yes. He's very handsome. But that but that isn't mean. even it. No, that is it's not, not even, even about it. that because there's other good-looking guys on there, but they were the awful. Most, the loveliest personality. I know. He's so gentle. He's so gentle, caring, kind, kind. thoughtful. Do you know what? He's also very patient, very patient, and understanding. Because he was going out with this girl called Claudia, um, who was stunning, stunning. But she has real, like a lot of us has like quite you know she has these insecurities insecurities which have resulted from past past relationships relationships. and at one point she kind of lets that overtake her a bit and he you know he struggles at first to be like you know what you know she's almost pushing him away and being like i need to stop this before i potentially get hurt she's creating arguments over nothing yeah yeah yeah. and pushing him away 
because she thinks I'm gonna get hurt down the line so I may as well stop this now yeah. to protect myself but yeah. okay and I do understand that behavior mm. but he there were no red flags with Austin no Austin was green flags green flag green flag green flag yeah and he was like so when she was going through that phase he was just really patient and understanding with her wasn't wasn't he yeah he was he's very he never raised his voice he's very calm gentle kind and like just like do you know what i I love is when a guy doesn't care about other people what other people Mm -hmm. think you know how he was all cute and cuddly with her and like was really sweet said really sweet things because he just didn't care yeah he didn't care that it wasn't laddish he didn't care that it wasn't like coming across as a player he genuinely expressed openly his love for claudia (laughs) and we would sit there in the evenings and sarah lauren we'll be like crying (laughs) lauren was sitting there with tissues like where can i find an (laughs) no joking no in comparison and in comparison to callum who is the welsh guy that went into love love island australia i mean he was he is not um he was the definition of a player he is the definition of a player and has given the welsh people a bad bad reputation because i'm sorry but you said you wanted to end up with a welsh guy well definitely not not anymore Not but yeah, we, I, I haven't watched the new, the English version of Love Island. So we, I started at the weekend and um, it's okay. I just feel like it feels like going back watching Love Island like 10 years ago. It, I don't know. It just really? feels very like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not loving it, to be honest. Although I am loving the um, the farmer, you know, the TikTok farmer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is he he is absolutely hilarious. But I bet the girls don't like him. No, they don't. Well, there he you is, go. He's slightly odd. And I think most people will agree but with it's, that but it's sad but he's like... hilarious like and <laughs> i just yeah just watch his tiktoks if you haven't already because they are brilliant i know i don't know if i'm gonna i you i don't know if you can be bothered to start the new series and it's just effort really but wasn't there that thing in the news about that guy that's yeah just there was off? so uh one of the guys um i've only seen this on like my phone i yeah. haven't actually watched it but yeah apparently he's been he was dumped from the from the villa um but since it's come out that um he has been recorded in the past right. in a street fight or something so they were like really happy that oh my God. he'd gone out because obviously it doesn't give love island a, a great um wait love reputation. island were happy that, that yeah love been... island were happy that they that he'd been chucked out because it doesn't do you think they well orchestrated that like do you i think, don't know you, you don't know do think you the producers because it could easily arrange that oh 100 they could say the public have voted you out and so I what, don't know if that is how they got he got voted out, but 100% the producers could, you know, do that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and we were saying that, sh- you know, we were saying should someone be, mm. um, what's the word? I always forget words on this podcast. Um, I'm out of pressure. So should someone be judged on what they've done in, in their the past? Because he's 21 now. So when he did it, we, you know, That's he was a difficult one. Young. It's difficult. It's a tricky one because. On the one hand, yes, I'm not saying judged, but certain things, it, depending on the context, can be taken into account. So certain public figures, mm-hmm. you know, if they've behaved a certain way in the past, sometimes it is controversial. Like a lot of people look up to, especially young people that watch Love Island, look up to these, these figures. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if he is that kind of person, then, you know, maybe there is an argument to say, you know, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have that kind of person you know as a role model but then yeah. on the other hand because they are role, ma- they role are models. role models the people whether, that come out of love island whether we like it or not a younger generation's role model yeah the, especially like a teenage like yeah, a teenager yeah, will look up to everybody those wants to be like 
Molly May. And this is what upsets me because those, especially the older I've got, when I look at who they're putting on Love Island, this is obviously no disrespect for the people on there because everyone has their own, you know, choices to make and paths to, you know. But I just think, where, what, why do they have to dumb themselves down? Like, where are the intelligent people that actually make, you know, working That's hard? That's why I love the attractive. farmer. I love the farmer because he's unapologetically himself. Well, I love that. Yeah. And he's, he's what, just so funny. And what I loved about the Australian one is that the girls were a bit more natural. Yeah, and they were. It's just now, I just feel like there's, there's this obviously look. nothing wrong with having work done. No, and, of course and, not. And you know, but, but to have every single person looking, looking the, same, the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we need more diversity in there. 100%. And um, not just in terms of looks, but in terms of backgrounds and upbringings and personalities. It's just they all seem the same. There's so much pressure on young girls and guys, but specifically girls. We are girls, so yeah. we understand the pressure a bit more. But there's so, and I've had this conversation multiple times, but there's so much pressure on young girls to uh, have to be perfect because of Instagram, yeah, um, social media. Um, because the people that you're comparing yourself to are, they, they've had things done to themselves. Yeah. You know, they might've had their lips done. They might've had their nose done. They might've had Botox. They might've had their boobs done, you know? Yeah. We are living in a world where we have to compare ourselves to people who have had, things yeah. done and you know there's nothing wrong with that having things yeah done. as long as it's but then to you have realize to go, that but then to have to then compare yourself and be like well i don't have big enough boobs well, or i don't have yeah perfect enough skin it's really difficult because you it's almost just, feel like normal and natural yeah isn't as attractive i know that's what that's why love island is controversial and I think in the UK particularly, because of how big it's got, yeah. it really affects who's going on there. Whereas yeah. in Australia, because it is still quite, it's still it's still growing and it's not as big as it is over here. The people going on there, I think, are a bit more genuine. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That could be wrong. But yeah, that does bring up a good issue of whether the, your past actions or things that you do can... I think obviously everyone deserves a second chance. Everyone deserves yeah. a, a chance and I think to redeem what you do themselves when and when learn. You, what you do when you're a child, teenager you know your brain hasn't fully developed you know you make can't, mistakes I can't and you say define things you for life because you don't you may not be educated you know enough enough at that point about, and it's it come i mean ellie darby is another one yeah she made some mistakes in her childhood and god yeah she did she felt the repercussions of them in and her, to be in fair adulthood. i really judged her for that my, my, lo- her, she my lost opinion so many followers on instagram my opinion of her fully changed um which i guess just shows that sometimes it, you know i don't know if that if that was the right i mean thing it was not. bad what she'd said it was terrible it was really awful it what was she terrible said. so i do understand and i do but mm. i think with her the difference was that when she first came back she thought that she could just do a five minute apolo- mm. apology yeah, yeah. video and that, after a few weeks yeah. and that everyone would forget about it and then no. she quickly realized and that's what i didn't like yeah then she realized no that wasn't going to be enough and then she took i think it was like six months or longer off, yeah off social media yeah to work on herself which yeah. she says she did she worked on herself she's learned from her mistakes then she came back with a with a with a totally different outlook yeah and a chance to sort of redeem herself which i do agree with having these second chances and um, but yeah, i think it just shows that you can't just have a quick fix no 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 that sometimes it actually you have and your actions you have, have to repercussions re- yeah and you have to actually really take the time to grow and change as a person i it think just, the difference as well with ellie darby and love island is that you know ellie darby has built her own success she's been successful in her own right she's built the instagram mm. so you know she's built that herself whereas these people that are going to love island should they be vetted before they go in 
I know it's a like I don't one. really know. Like I know that guy who was probably young when it happened, and I'm sure a lot of people have had fights and things. So it's not have they now, Lauren? Well, <laughs> How many fights have you been in? Have had a total of zero fights. <laughs> <laughs> I no. run away from any confrontation or anything I, like that. But no, but I do think. Do you know what I mean? I I don't know. It, I I don't have an a, an answer to that. I, I just think, think with Love Island. You've got to be they, careful. Yeah, because they know the people going on here are role models. Also, and he, they need to make sure those people are... He's probably he's a normal like normal guy. He's I don't think he's like an influence or anything. Yeah. And he's now going to have probably a lot of backlash on that, which could yeah. affect his mental health. Yeah. It's I don't so know. Things it, there's to so much to consider with It's a things. tricky one. It, basically, if you're famous, you're opening... Well, not famous, but if you're going into the limelight, the, the public... You know, if you're going on TV, if you're entering that public realm, there is this like kind of criticism that may come with that. Um, it's like the Kylie Jenner thing. Weren't you saying to me earlier? Oh yeah, she wore some outfit with a lion dress. head on her, which is ridiculous. Yeah, so that has been very controversial this week um, because yeah, she wore a dress with a lion's head. It wasn't an actual lion's head. It was you know, but it looks like one. But she it looks, looks exactly very like weird. a lion's it's head. It's like the size of an actual lion's yeah. head, and it looks like if i said to lauren as soon as she showed it to me earlier is that real is that a real yeah. lion's head and i thought that's disgusting i know it says and and it has caused controversy because um despite yeah. it being fake some it's i read an article it said some critics said are saying that it's glamorizing game hunting yeah like glamorizing gut poaching you know and and i completely i yeah. actually agree with that but peter so they're the like uh i don't the know organization the organization uh, some protection God, of animals know. we should know this what but they they for. actually made a statement and said that the look celebrates the beauty of wild animals and maybe a statement against trophy hunting in which lions and wolves are torn apart to satisfy hugo hugum <laughs> human egotism but i just think i disagree with that because i think people for the ethical treatment of animals I yeah didn't know that that's what peter stands for yeah so they've come in and said that I bet Kylie's it's, paid them to say yeah, that. Yeah, probably. I, I, I just don't, don't agree, agree with that. I don't I think don't animals... Agree with that either. This might be hypocritical of me, but I don't think animals should be used in that way when it comes to fashion. It, I think it glamorizes. I mean, it's a lion's head for God's sake. It's the glamour. It's like a lion's. It, my first instinct was that uh, that was a lion's. I know. Head, yeah, I don't. And it looks it. like an animal's been killed for this fashion statement. So I personally think that's. It. I don't. I don't. I agree didn't agree with, it with that. So and yeah, I, but it is crazy how like things like that like you make one decision especially if you're in the public eye and i mean someone's not gonna like that decision you're always gonna no get one's criticism. E- yeah no one's ever gonna no, like no one's gonna ever fully agree with you, you but i think do. sometimes people do make sh- like silly errors like but she must who, have advisors like who no, is advising who, her to do that who approved that if you haven't seen it type in kylie jenner lion dress but another uh, one of the models was also wearing it the run- runway model i mean it's obviously like a fashion statement Pete. it's obviously like a chore thing but i mean why do you have to use i will not be walking around it's next. like well it's like walking around with next sh- year with a sheep's head on my it's head. like a human oh, head on, on my you. face on your face <laughs> oh, on my body it's like walking around with a human head like why why is yeah, that really that's odd. Weird. Really weird so oh, i don't know but yeah well we're going a bit off topic there i mean we're not famous so we don't have to worry about this <laughs> although after so- after soho farmhouse i kind of feel like i was famous <laughs> seeing everyone there but no yeah i guess that's a bit of a roundup from this week yeah but watch the the moral is watch Love Island Australia, not mm-hmm. the UK one, and search Kylie Jenner line dress. Yeah, if you, do, if you take anything from this podcast, <laughs> take those pieces of information. There you go. Anyway, so shall we move on to the next segment? Let's do it. I'm excited about this one. 
It's gonna be funny. Here we go. Okay, so basically, I'm in the process of reading Dear Dolly, which was one of the books that Lauren recommended a while ago in one mm-hmm. of the previous episodes. So basically, it's by Dolly Alderton, and it's she's just combined. So she was basically an agony aunt. I think it was I in think, the Times. Isn't, isn't she still an agony aunt? Probably. No, I think she still is. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so she has like a a column, a column, yeah, in the Times, and then she produced this book, which is basically a combination of various different dilemmas that people have sent in over the years and her responses. And we were just cracking up. We weren't going to include this in the podcast, but me and Lauren were talking about it earlier, and we were just cracking up at some of the dilemmas <laughs> that were, and also how relatable they are. I'm not saying the ones we're going to read out are relatable, but we just <laughs> found them funny. And to be fair, I haven't actually read her responses on these, but we picked a couple and we thought, Do you know what, these are actually quite good. Because uh, I just love the way Dolly answers her yeah. dilemmas. So maybe she's so honest, isn't she? Yeah, and I think yeah, it's I just funny. So, so we thought we'd read out a couple. So have you got one there, Lauren? Yes, that- I'm going to read out the um, person's dilemma and then I'll read okay. out Dolly's okay, go for response it. and we can then have a discussion about it ourselves. <laughs> okay, so the the um, dilemma, I guess, it is, yeah. is it starts, Dear Dolly, I can't stop talking... Right, this, is, this has gone wrong already. Okay, sorry. Are I you can't drunk? stop stalking my ex on social media. Oh, God. So she says, I broke up with my ex just over a year ago and I can't stop stalking him on social media. He got Instagram <laughs> shortly before we broke up and has recently started posting stories. Naturally, I assumed he began doing this to get my attention. Classic. I also, <laughs> also stalk his and his friends' Facebook, Spotify, Strava. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sounds like someone I know. <laughs> <laughs> you name it regularly i find myself getting sorry upset. strava oh he's been on a 30 minute walk today <laughs> let's see where he's been sorry no, carry no on. comments carry on, on that um i find myself getting upset or making things up based on what i find for example i've convinced myself he's seeing a new girl purely because he <laughs> and his best friend best mate newly follow her on instagram how do i stop this ridiculous behavior sorry did you write into Dolly? I'm so <laughs> confused. Is this your dilemma? Is this me two years ago? <laughs> Lauren um, was the, let's just put it out there. Not now, but maybe growing up. I mean, if you wanted, if you wanted someone stalked, you'd come to Lauren. <laughs> she is like the FBI over here. And me and her combined, you, ju- you there's just, there's nothing, there's nothing hide. we can't do basically. So we feel you. Um, but we were laughing at the Strava thing because I know that we've mentioned, well, Alex mentioned it in the past <laughs> when me and my ex-boyfriend broke up, it was nearly two years ago now. Yeah, it's quite well. Um, we were together for a long time. Yeah. And um, obviously, you know, you unfollow on Instagram and you do all, so all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I find it hard to unfollow him on Strava. She was like, I can't, I just can't do it. I said, Lauren, <laughs> It's Strava. And if for, the, for those of you who don't know, Strava is basically a fitness app that people <laughs> post their runs and their walks. I was like, why do you need to know that he's done a 5K run in 28 minutes? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. And it, and it took her a while, but she now. did come to me one day and she was like, <laughs> Alex, I've deleted Strava. I was like, finally, what about LinkedIn? Oh no, no, I'm, I, I think I still have it on LinkedIn, but it but was, that's, it that's was an amicable breakup. So I yeah, feel like yeah, it's yeah. actually fine. But to, to I'm sorry, but to yes. stalk on Spotify, how do you even do that? I don't know. What do you, I don't even know Maybe how you she even was go about doing that. Maybe his account, because sometimes you share an yeah, account. What are you going to find from Strava? Well, you can see what listen, music they're listening to. No, Spotify. You can see oh, what sorry, music they're listening to, what yeah, playlist what, they're following. Why do you really, like, what's that going to tell you? Well, if he's listening to like, if he's listening to like sex songs. Pre-dates. 
pre-date <laughs> prep, prep. You're thinking, right, well, he's going on a date. Yeah, that is true. If I've you're listening to sad thought, songs, if you're sad that. songs, you're thinking, okay, cool, we're in the same boat here. Yeah. You know? Okay. Anyway, you're giving Lauren new ideas here. <clears throat> no, you haven't. I'm I'm a different person. Yeah, these that was days. a long time ago. That was two years ago. You know, and it all ended a, there. Lauren's a grown woman. Sorry. So what did Dolly say in response? So Dolly says, I once had a breakup and in the extremely tearful debrief we had a few months later, I admitted to my ex that I hadn't been able to stop checking his Instagram and Twitter. Mm. He told me he had managed to only cave a handful of times since we'd parted. I asked him how he had exercised such self-restraint. There is nothing I could find on your profiles that's going to make me feel good, he said. Right. His logic infuriated me. I realized that it wasn't that he had more self-restraint than I did. He had more self-compassion. I was envious of it. That is. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what? I had this conversation with Wonka and he said that if, you know, his way of dealing with that kind of stuff, like if it was to happen now or in the past or whatever, would be to just literally, he said, I wouldn't even be able to follow the person yeah. because what what am I going to gain well, from exactly. that? Well, exactly. And, and the thing is, everyone's are like, you know, we say this now, having learned from stalking in the past, <laughs> that what does it actually gain you? It gains you nothing. But it does, you don't feel better no having well, you know someone. for a so fact what is the if you do it what what benefit are you going to get from there is it? no benefit. there is no benefit it's like an addiction and i think i read it being like an addiction it's like once you get your fix you're like oh, yeah, okay yeah. but then you feel bad afterwards yeah, yeah. so then you do it again and it's like this cycle but uh, this guy obviously sounded like he had a good mindset so she then says there's nothing you could find on an ex's profile um that's going to make you feel good and yes the masochistic is that how you say it say it again masochistic or masochistic yeah it is masochistic isn't it uh, i'm gonna go with Mas- yes yeah. <laughs> treat of having a quick snoop can become an addiction even the best case scenario makes you feel terrible the heart fluttering high of typing their familiar handle into your phone the suspense of as the page loads See, a high. the short sharp relief when you find nothing of interest the shame that you're back here again yeah the deleting of the browser history so you won't do it again the inevitable return to your old habit a few days later yeah and in the worst case scenario there's some small triumph in your pain when you find morsels of public information that confirm your most private theories he's moved he's moved on he's with someone else uh he doesn't care about me he never cared about me i was right all along ha even though as any seasonal season sorry millennial knows by now you can never be sure of the reality of someone's life from their social media pages you're never going to know truly how your boyfriend is doing by creating a forensic profile of guesswork based on comments and posts and follows that's so true because even if you see something like that's not necessarily the true story no instagram we always say this is a oh god sorry (laughs) alex has told me to come close to the mic and i head butted the mic um but like we said instagram is a false representation of a person's life you only put the best bits on your instagram so even even what you do see like is that even true yeah i mean you know I'm sure in the past we've been through breakups, etc., and yeah. we've not put we've not put videos of, of ourselves crying no. on Instagram, no. but we've put videos of ourselves looking like we're having the best time. Actually, we probably are crying. That- <laughs> um, we're posting the photo whilst shedding a tear, <laughs> shedding a tear and stuffing our faces with chocolate. Oh God! What else does she say? It's quite long, but that's okay. <clears throat> I'm enjoying it. Okay. She says, wise. you need to stop this addictive cycle and you obviously cannot do it on your own. There's something that, that can help you. The block button. 
Ooh. Uh. Don't mute him. Don't limit your social media usage. It won't work. You need to do. You, sorry, you need to block. The first right. time I blocked an ex, I had such a newfound empathy for anyone who had blocked me. I used to think of it. Sorry, I used to think it was because they hated me mm. or they were posting things they didn't want to see, want me to see. It was only when I blocked someone I still love that I realized when someone blocks you, it's not because they're worried about you going on their profile. It's because they're going on your profile too much. Right. In the majority of cases, blocking isn't a weapon used to make people feel bad. It's an armor to guard oneself. It is true. When you hear the word <clears throat> block, it's like, oh my God, it's so aggressive. Like yeah. it's, it's a very extreme action. But actually... It might be genuinely to just protect them yeah. from seeing what yeah, they don't yeah. want to see. And and Sarah used to always say she has no shame in blocking, in blocking. because it's for her own self-protection. Yeah, yeah. So. Whereas me and you, we didn't have that choice because we got blocked. <laughs> we <laughs> but were, now we understand we why the we were blocked. We blockies, not the blockers. <laughs> but now we understand why we were blocked. So basically, just to conclude, we were blocked because they were so distraught, they couldn't see <laughs> us. They couldn't see photos of us. <laughs> and they blocked us. <laughs> yeah, we'll believe So that. actually, it wasn't because they hated us. It was because they're like, just so much. <laughs> so they couldn't bear. <laughs> they were so obsessed with us. <laughs> they couldn't bear to see it any longer. Okay, that's made me feel better. <laughs> better anyway sorry carry on i mean it's quite long okay if you don't mind continuing i mean it's not that much longer she says i reluctantly returned to the wisdom of the ex there's nothing you could find on his profile that's going to make you feel good well that's a lie he could post a photo of himself looking particularly unattractive maybe with a bit of sauce on his face hopefully <laughs> sobbing the caption would read hey guys time for some real talk since my last breakup i've done nothing but think about her i've tried to sleep <laughs> with someone new but the sex was terrible in comparison i miss her every day my family and friends aren't speaking to me because they think it's so stupid that we broke up they're like you're never gonna love anyone the way you loved her i don't know why i put <laughs> Is an american, she american? are you stupid or something anyway i've cried myself to sleep every night and even the dark escape of sleep isn't a comfort because every night i dream about her hope you all have great weekends <laughs> that would have been nice that would be nice <laughs> that would be lovely so dolly says i've been waiting for this post from all of my exes and i'm sorry to say it won't ever materialize Mm-mm. okay the hard bit he's free to do whatever he wants now he's going to have sex with someone else he's going to fall in love he might get married one day the likelihood is that it's going to happen and you don't know when i might be slowly over the course of the next 50 years sorry it might be slowly over the next the course of the next 50 years or it might be in the next five months but the one guarantee is that his life is going to continue without you you can't keep him on an invisible leash through knowing everything that's happening for him you can't control anything here on in his life is all up for grabs but the good news is so is yours you're both free now block him break the habit of stalking then by the time all his news gets back to you you will have moved on yes it won't feel like news at all wow is that it yeah wow i love dolly I if love you've dolly. not, if you've so not got this book just get it i mean everything i know about love is obviously the best book that she's done but this book is good because i don't know it's just it's you can short relate snippets. To the, you can relate and to you, things yeah and you can and she just has a good way of just answering those dilemmas and it's and it's true and, and what she says there i mean we we said it as like a funny story but actually it's quite deep and um and it's it is it's a normal behavior and you know i think you're very strong if you don't stalk an ex when you first break up um because it's a massive change in your Mm. life and i think you're a very strong person if you don't do that and i have a a friend of one of our friends our friend she um sorry i was gonna alex wants to book sorry she um had a breakup um and you know didn't ever look at his social media and i think that's 
there's strength in that because that is hard yeah and but, i remember and i remember thinking what will what will that ever like you literally will gain nothing from yeah. that and i read something like how dolly said it is this little high that you get for for two seconds mm-hmm. maybe you know because obviously once you've broken up with someone in that initial early period you you've gone from speaking or seeing them or being involved with them somehow nearly every day of your life to, mm-hmm. to having nothing at all yeah so if you can just see one picture i guess that gives you that little high it's yeah. like an addiction yeah um well, and you've got to it break is. it very yeah. early on and i think it's not going to do you any good you've broken up for a reason and i think it's important to remember why you've broken up um and you know you both need to move on and live your lives yes because you'll get to a point where you are happy for each other exactly i, it depend, I mean it does depend to, on the breakup you but will get to that point you will get to a point where you, they don't matter but anymore. sometimes you do self-sabotage yourself and make that process longer yeah by and doing so much things more like stalking etc yeah. this is why we said on the, one of the last few episodes you have all these strings between you and the ex yeah. you have to cut them off as many of them as soon as possible sometimes you'll be left with that last little string and it can really take a lot of my you string know, was a strava <laughs> Lawrence is the Strava. No, no. <laughs> but like, even if it's just muting his friends or, you yeah. know, muting people that are connected to you or, or throwing away that t-shirt or whatever it is that's connecting you to that person, you have to just cut all those strings because until you do, you know, then you're not fully going to move on and you're only restricting yourself. Yeah. You know? 100%. There are some other funny ones in this book. Like one, she was like, dear Dolly, how long is too long to go without <laughs> sex? Well, I don't even know if I can what bring... What is the dilemma? I don't know if I can bring myself Come to read this. This is going to be funny. But we don't really talk about this subject. Yeah. This SEX is, a- is kind of... <laughs> SEX. Sex. It's kind of... Um, yeah. And we're not allowed to talk about it on the podcast. But I feel like this isn't... This is this is from a just book. Just because of, you know, job reasons. But this is from a book. Um, so... Yeah. We, you know, we don't want our employers listening to us talk about that S-E-X. word that word <laughs> however i feel like this is from dolly's book and you know yeah it's fine so the dilemma is how long is too long to Sorry. go without sex i came out of my marriage eight oh okay i came out of my marriage eight years ago and since then i can count on one hand the number of times i have had sex okay so she's probably had sex under five times in the last eight years I'm just laughing because <laughs> of your calculation. Lauren. So she's probably had sex <laughs> under five if times we, in the last eight years. <laughs> if we if we get a calculator out. Um I'm nearly forty-seven and a good portion of my life has now become my celibate phase which may be self-imposed and all down to fear i worry i've I've become completely sexless and will never do it again i also worry that not having sexual confidence is part of the turn-off i'm not unattractive but i really am scared of intimacy and rejection am i screwed no (laughs) that's actually kind of sad that's not funny that's sad sad. because the fact that it it comes from a place of actually of fear and insecurity and insecurity it's not like someone you know 25 who's saying oh it's been 12 months like this is <laughs> this has been like, like eight years no yeah no i know and it's and it is a, you know it's a scary thing oh no what did she say what did dolly you're say you're being vulnerable with someone and you're you're allowing someone to you know see a part of you that you don't allow other people to see so yeah that is she, a scary it's a scary thing it is like at one point dolly says during various stages of lockdown in the past year i've spoken to a lot of single people who have found themselves in a phase of accidental celibacy which has sent them into despair i think a lot of people probably experienced that in lockdown yeah you either went one of two ways didn't you 
I've thought what's, a lot about what's the other way. Well, all what the time. Can you be doing well, if, all the time if you live together. Oh yeah, fair enough. I've thought a lot about why this <laughs> is, and I think it's because it reminds us of adolescence. For most people, enforced celibacy is one of the prevailing memories of teenage life—a frustrating combination of not having SEX but thinking about it all the time. <laughs> I feel like we can say it. <laughs> Sex. Oh my god, <laughs> Lauren, you need to calm down about it. I know what you want. Obsessed. <laughs> obsessing over it being terrified of it googling the mechanics of it wondering if we'd ever find anyone googling who, the mechanics of when it. you were like a teenager i guess oh right yeah <laughs> wondering if we'd ever find anyone who wanted to do it with us if you felt severely unattractive or rejected as a teenager a long absence of x in adult <laughs> life can Max. really agitate that old wound no matter how much healing you've done in the interim so she talks about that but she says you're not inexperienced you're not underqualified if you feel no. ready to have Thanks. You are ready to have sex. Wait. <laughs> it might seem we are scary. Like little children. It, it might seem scary, but that's only because you're thinking of it as an abstract idea with an imaginary participant. Yeah. The yeah. minute you connect with someone who you really fancy, intimacy won't feel like such a daunting thing. Yeah, because it'll just happen naturally. Yeah, it's because when you think of it as just an abstract idea with not a yeah, real yeah. person, then obviously it's going to be like weird. Yeah. But you're not going to get that if you keep telling yourself you are sexless or, sexless or that your lack of sex over the past eight years is in any way a strange or a sign of failure. Because there's no right answer to your question of how long is too long to go. I don't think there is a how long is too long. No. It's like how long is a piece of string? She says, I know perfectly healthy people for whom a few days is too long. <laughs> I know others who've had, who have <clears throat> happily not thought about sex in years. So yeah, it's, it's it's all about the person, isn't it? And it's like yeah. everyone's different. And it's not like not a comparing. Rule. There's not a rule. No. Like do what makes you happy. No. Why is there like, why does there have to be a rule on, you know, how often you should be doing, like, I just that's weird it's subjective it's personal why should you should not compare yourself to no. other people and she says sexual confidence is knowing what you want from a yeah. partner and feeling unashamed to yeah. seek it out yeah it is understanding your own body and feeling comfortable in it it is knowing that you deserve to feel really good it is something you can find on your own and it has nothing to do yeah with your tally of yeah conquests mm. So yeah, it's just interesting to listen, like to hear. I thought that was going to be funny, but actually, that was quite a deep one. No, that was because some and people take it really yeah, no, to and heart. Having, and having confidence is probably something that a lot of people have, like yeah. worry about. But I think um, if you're with the right person, because it's the vulnerability thing. Like I, I think said before, I think the right person should make you feel confident. Oh, and yeah, I think definitely. if they don't, then that's saying something about them as well. Yeah, like who you're with. Yeah. So I would look at it from that perspective too. Yeah, and you're <sighs> going to become. Yes, more confident <laughs> the longer you're with someone, you know? Is that right, Lauren? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, moving swiftly on. We have actually um, got a dilemma from one of you guys. So maybe yeah, we should... Thank you for in. We haven't done that too many dilemmas um, recently. This side, side, this, this side of January. Yes. Um, but thank you for everyone who has written in. And we are going to do... I think we're going to do one now, are we? Yeah, we're going to do one next. Perfect, let's do it. So our first dilemma of, well, our only dilemma of this podcast. Um, it's From one of you guys. From one of you <laughs> guys. Um, it's a girl, just letting you know. 
Um, <laughs> okay, so she starts with, hey girls, Hallie here. I just watched The Parent Trap, so chose my fake name from there. Lol. I was going to say, I Hallie, I, I'm obsessed with The Parent Trap. I watched That's it in my Christmas. It's so good. It's in my top five films. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I'm obsessed. Sorry, carry on. Hallie. Anyway, she says, I've been seeing a guy for three months now, so we've been on about 10 plus dates. Um, it was going really well and we were having lots of fun. I was definitely starting to get feelings and he said he was too. Then all of a sudden, a day before we were meant to be spending the day together, he called out of the blue to say he thinks he should, that we should stop seeing each other. He thought about He's thought about it and realised that he's not in the right headspace for a relationship and that although he thinks I'm amazing and could definitely see a future with me, now is not the right time. Right. I was really upset, so I asked um, when the right time would be. I know that waiting shouldn't be an option, but I can't see myself being interested in anyone else because I I think he's amazing. What are your thoughts? I'm really struggling. Thank you, girls. So, we had a glimpse of this earlier. Yeah. And we did put it on the we did put it on our Instagram story just to see what you guys thought. Yeah. Because it is a question where you, you hear that statement all the you time. Do. Yeah. Right person, wrong, wrong time. time. Like, has anyone said that to you? Yes. Have yeah. they? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure someone said it to me. Like I'm sh- we, I'm sure we all hear this, you know. It's not an uncommon thing to hear, right? You're the right no. person, the wrong time. Whether you've said it to someone or someone yeah. said it to you, it's quite a common phrase. I don't think I've ever said it to anyone. I I don't think I've ever said it to someone. Oh, I know. I actually, I know someone that might, we might have said it. Um, we might have said it away. to. <laughs> we, we might have said it to. No, but basically the point is, is that you hear this phrase being thrown yeah. around left, right and centre, but is it actually true? Well, so we, we did a poll on the Instagram yeah. just to get your thoughts before we start discussing it. Yeah. And the poll was, quick question for you, Tots, ahead of this week's pod, is it true that you can meet the right person but at the wrong time? So, what, just what the scores on the doors. 34% said, yes, of course, timing is everything. So that basically means, yes, you can. You can meet the right person, but it could be the wrong time. Yeah. And then 66% said, if it's the right person, time won't matter. Right. So, so let's break it down. Lauren, what do you think? I think that if it's the right person, time won't matter. Yeah. I think I genuinely believe that what's meant to be will be. And if yeah. you're meant to meet someone and they're right for you, yeah, then it will work out. I think, yeah. I think if you're using it as an excuse, like yes. if you're using it to say, I'm not ready to be in a relationship. So let's say like, a few months ago I just got out of a relationship I've met someone else they're really nice but then I say to them look you know I'm just not ready to be in a relationship right now I want to be single you're the right person but it's not the right time I think in that situation it's a bit like "Mm," I think it's a bit of a cop-out if that person really was the right person it doesn't matter if you want to be single or not you would be with them it's like I have a friend who came out of a relationship um when did she come up relationship maybe August September time and um you know she hadn't been single for a long time and she was like really excited to be single to put myself first to you know yeah just enjoy my own company and my own time because i'm not going to have this time forever yeah um and then lo and behold two months later she meets someone and you know she like she said i try i really did try to kind of um push him away distance myself because i thought this is not what i need want right now but she just said you, you know can't what? help it. You know what? I really liked him and I genuinely could see myself being with him. Mm. So why was I stopping myself? And that's what we say, you know, sometimes you you might be single for a few years or you might meet someone 
a couple months after yeah. a breakup and you know there's not nothing wrong with either um yeah so saying you know i just think when you meet the when you meet someone i, I think the right you, person is the wrong phrase to use yeah like, you can't be the right person and the wrong time. No, they're clearly not the right person because it's the wrong time. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. If it's like, if you could say you're an amazing person. Yeah, yeah. And like I love so many of your qualities. I love spending I could, time with you. Know, you I, could imag- I could see myself being with you, but I can't right now. Yeah. And that's being a bit more honest. Because I think. I think saying you're the right person is a bit, it's like an oxymoron kind of, it's yeah. not, but it's like contradicting yourself. Well, obviously it's not the right person because it's not the wrong, because it's not the right time. But then I do totally understand, like, didn't we get a message yeah, from so someone? A, a girl wrote in and she said, um, more so agree with that it won't matter. But for example, say that person is traveling to Australia for a year, that is in my book, the wrong time. Or say his partner's pregnant, but they amicably separated. Not ideal timing. Yeah, so, so sometimes yeah, they could genuinely be... Like, imagine if you met, like, say, let's say, Lauren, right? Next week, you were due to fly to Australia. Yeah. You were due to move there for at least a year. Mm-hmm. Go traveling. Everything's booked. Everything's paid for. You know, you've, you've moved out of your flat in London. You're going next week. Mm-hmm. And we go on a night out tomorrow and you meet this guy and he's amazing. He's everything, you know, you know, you connect. Yeah. He's, you know, you feel like he's the love of your life <laughs> after knowing him for one day. And then but that you're going to Australia next week. What what would you do in that situation? Is he the right person at the wrong time? And therefore, you know, you accept you're not going to be together or would you try and make it work? Like what know. would you it's do? It's difficult, isn't it? Because I don't think you can expect someone, I, I don't think you can expect to go to Australia and have someone who you met a week ago no. or a month ago wait for you because I just don't think that's fair. Yeah. But then I just think that if it is meant to be, then, then maybe you'll, you know, chat while you're out there. Um, and, and you'll come and back then together. If it's the right time when you're back, you'll still both be single, or you'll both be in a yeah. situation where you can pursue things because it is and possible. Pick things back up. Yeah, I'm sure that's happened to loads of people, but I don't think. So again, you are the right person, and yeah, okay, maybe wrong time. But if they're meant to come back, they will be the right person at the right time. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It is a hard one. It is a hard one. And what, what was the thing about the pregnant one? Um, they've just had a baby with someone she else said, <laughs> yeah she said um wait a minute let me go on to instagram she said um or for example his partner is pregnant but they have amicably set uh, amicably set i can't speak <laughs> <laughs> amicably separated so it's not ide- ideal timing so for example she's saying like what if say i was pregnant with a, with my boyfriend my imaginary boyfriend and we broke up amicably because we wasn't working but i'm still pregnant right like you've met a guy that you really like but that would definitely be the wrong time been pregnant with someone else's child so maybe there are genuine wrong there are genuine wrong times, times. When it's wrong but no sorry but, but in in the film how to be single, i was literally about to say this she was she, she was, was pregnant, pregnant with, and the guy didn't yeah. care so this but that was a surrogate wasn't it yeah so in how to be single and not surrogate that was was that yeah, was, it was a, like a, a sperm donor yeah yeah so if you haven't watched How to Be Single, watch it. But in one one of the characters in it, she kind of was single, but she decided she wanted to have a baby because she was getting older. And, you know, that's her decision. Pressure on girls to have babies. Exactly. So she got a sperm donor. So she didn't know who the Which dad was. Which I don't like, by the way. You just, are? I don't like the pressure on girls to have babies. <laughs> just, just to clarify. That out there. Um, so she got a sperm donor. Um, so she doesn't know who the dad is, but she was basically, she became pregnant, which was amazing for her because she wants a child 
great then she goes out and she meets this guy and he's the sweetest guy he really likes her um and but she basically says i'm sorry you know i'm pregnant this isn't gonna work and he just doesn't care does he so i guess in that situation because of how much he truly liked her but i mean this is a film I, I I i also do understand if you don't you know, you meet someone and yeah, you don't want to take on their baby. baby. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but, but people do, and it's amazing. But I also understand if you couldn't do that. You know, it, I, and that is a film, so it's a bit far fetched. <laughs> but it was kind of cute how he was yeah. like, "I don't care. I've always wanted to be a dad." That is a very good film, by the way. We I probably know. have um, talked about it before. But How to Be Single is a brilliant film, especially if you've been through a breakup. What's I remember the key, the key message is good. Um, just about living every day that you have single that you, every single day. Yeah. I mean, you know, every single single day um, to the full and enjoying life because and you like, don't know how long you're gonna yeah, have that freedom for. Yeah. And it is like that sense of kind of, yeah. And at the end, it's, <clears throat> I don't know, it just shows that actually sing, sing, the word single and being single isn't necessarily It's often looked bad. at negatively and it has like negative connotations or whatever, but like- Exactly. I just think it's not like- and it, there's so much positive that comes from it. Yeah, and that you film learn teaches. so much about yourself. You yeah. grow so much. And then when you meet the right person, um, you know, and you might have similar interests and, you know, they just, it feels right. Yeah. Then, you know, it's almost, they, we, we always say this, they enhance your life rather than. Yeah, me, you have to be okay life. without like, them. And you have to grow and heal and yeah. work on yourself. And then when you're at your best, that's when you're going to meet someone and, yeah. and have the best possible relationship because yeah. you know who you are. Yeah. You know what you want to do. Definitely. And you don't need, you know, you don't need to rely on anyone. So when you, when you're finally in that good place yourself, yeah. which takes place through being single, yeah. that's when you can really meet the person, you know, that maybe is the one And it's nice when you, you like compliment, when your lives complement each other. Yeah. You know, you're not almost relying on each other, but your lives complement each other i think that's because you can you know you can live your own life and they know that they can live their own life unless you know what you want and they just you know come nicely together yeah but you still have your own separate lives yeah and all that takes place like through you know through growing and and knowing your worth yeah knowing whilst being you want in your life yeah so all in all i think from the sounds of your particular dilemma oh yeah sorry we've someone (laughs) we've really kind of honed in on the topic of um right place right time but let's go back to yeah hallie's because someone has turned around after 10 dates and said to her look you're the right person just not the right just not the right time um she's not really gone into detail why no but if someone's turning around after 10 i just think okay that's fine you know if that's what they want to say that's one of it might be a cop out it might be the genuine truth um but i just think that person does not sound like your right person no and you say you ask whether you should wait and i understand why you've done that like i do because at that point in your you know at that point in time you've you know spent a lot of time with him so you can't you can't really see yourself being interested in anyone else because you've almost had tunnel vision for yeah ten for two three months and get it's that. so and it's so easy to think oh yeah you know i'm gonna change his mind or whatever yeah but but you're I, probably not going to no and, and even if he does change his mind do you want someone who it's not going to be you're not going to be able to trust them because you know they've done that to you so you're constantly going to be worrying that they're going to yeah. do that to you again what if they turn around in five years time and say look this isn't the right time for me i just yeah. think if someone's really really super serious about you i think they would try and make it work yeah so that doesn't mean 
all is lost because this no, experience no, no. was meant to happen yeah. this experience was meant to happen as we say every experience you know you learn something from it it was meant to happen for that period of your life but then sometimes that's all it's ever supposed to be yeah. and then what you're supposed to do is realize that was great while it you know at that time but actually you know moving on that's not what serves me anymore and you know there's something else out there for me i've got a little quote oh i knew she was she was rummaging rummaging around for a quote over there go for it that just is this our quote for the week well it could be but it just no i'll give you another quote but this is just specific to specifically to this um right yeah it says there are people who come into our life sometimes to be there for a season they weren't meant to be there always these people are like boosters for a rocket if you've ever watched a rocket going into space the boosters fall off when they reach a certain altitude some people are not equipped to reach the altitudes you're going that you're going to reach they aren't bad people they just can't go where you're going wow i love that so it's like they you know they were meant not to be everyone yeah they were meant he was meant to be in your life and you know if he is meant to be in your life you will Find he will, a way. you'll find a way for him to be in your life but i don't think that waiting no is a good idea i think that's prolonging your misery that's kind of dragging that's holding you back <clears throat> yeah um and i think i love that quote i just think not everyone not everything's supposed to last forever not everything's supposed to be the way you thought it would be no. actually your path is exactly you know what it was supposed to be and some people are only supposed to be in your life for a day for a few weeks for you know for a couple of years whatever it is sometimes it's just for that snippet you learn your lesson you gain your experience and then you move on and you use that in your future you know in your with your future yeah. self and also you will be interested in other people like it might of not be course. it might not be immediately like and that's absolutely fine like there's no pressure to find someone immediately yeah, i know but like you will find someone else like there are so many people out there so and the longer you wait for someone that's not necessarily for you the longer that you're blocking someone else who might be better for you exactly the right person yeah. for you at the right time um so but thank you and for, it, all, it all happened yeah when the time is right thank you for writing in though because yeah, i feel like you. it's quite that's quite a good one and that's why we put it on our pod, um on our story yeah um to see what you guys think and i think a lot of people sort of uh, the majority were sort of saying look if this was the one you know it doesn't matter about timing but no. that's not necessarily to say it was a waste of time no. he was right for that period of time yeah. just maybe not for the rest of your life but i think sometimes yeah if um you know if you want something to work true like enough you can make it work there we go so thank you for writing in thank you and we've already had a quote but let's move on to our book quote recommendation, recommendation and, and quote. quote for the week So the book recommendation and quote for the week kind of link with each other because the book recommendation is Nick Grimshaw's biography, memoir. I don't really understand the difference. Yeah. Um, it's called Soft Lad and I'm really into biographies and memoirs at the moment. You're loving it, Lauren. <laughs> I am. It's all I've read in January. But um, yeah, it's really good. He's really funny. Um, talks about his life and it's it's kind of like um, a collection of like stories about his life. So it's not in... Chronicle, like chronological order like right. life order it's not from like but it's just random now. just like bits. stories that are funny and like yeah he's just su- such a party it sounds like isn't he positive. like such a raver like like he sounds like it's it's like a feel-good book yeah, like yeah he makes you laugh he's really funny um and i love nick grimshaw so i really enjoyed the book but one thing that he 
he there's a quote in the book and it's how he ends the book right um and he it's it's something that kate moss told him they were friends name drop name drop so he says um and it's then that i remember that two sorry i remember that day i can't speak sorry (laughs) okay let's start again and it's then that i remember that day back at kate's and what i learned at her country house two things she taught me that i'll remember forever one is that we should keep reminding ourselves that we're enough that when we're striving for some success or acceptance and think that changing in some way may help forget it just be yourself be you and then the other is the fact that bread and butter is always better with salt do you know what two self-care practices i'll take to the grave i put some salt on my bagel and butter the other day and it really did it's like salted butter isn't it yeah i put salt and pepper just Mm. on butter and a bagel and it was really good anyway love that yeah so but it's true isn't it don't change yourself for anyone or be someone that you're not and that's what you said last time think about what your values are and stick to them and don't let anyone don't worry about what other people think and don't let anyone change them like other people need to complement and align with you yeah definitely and you shouldn't mold yourself in accordance with other people's you know views and opinions no the people who are worth being in your life will love you for who you are exactly that's why these girls are in my life because they can't get enough of me exactly (laughs) we just love you so much (laughs) thank you for that little book recommendation and welcome you're very welcome if you're reading these books can you actually let us know because these are good book recs yeah and we need your thoughts on them too yeah they are good did you buy them did you read them have you got any other book recs yeah lauren's running out of ideas i know i'm running running out of books she needs some help with the book right so (laughs) if you've had any we've had some people um recommend some books and that we've we've said it on the podcast but if you do have any good recommendations let us know and we'll we'll give you a little shout out i am reading prince harry's spare at the moment and that's a very controversial topic you won't we won't go go into into, but it is one that i think a lot of people are either hearing about or reading um bloody hell it was 28 pounds in in them um, it was 14 pounds on the kindle i'm not paying for any paper I like that's expensive for a kindle book sorry 28 pound for a book i know i think it's ridiculous it is ridiculous he's really milk like he's really <laughs> trying to get as much money he, <laughs> he knows is. people are going to buy it right 100 percent. so they're they're obviously going to up the price yeah it's crazy i just yeah 14 pounds on a kindle like you're literally paying you're not what are you paying for? what are you paying, paying for, for the words, words but like yeah you're literally Crazy. paying to read about most books Prince on kindles Harry's are like four, five, four or five pounds sexual experiences yeah with the eight hour cream oh god don't elizabeth arden eight hour cream very good for the lips <laughs> and, and other bodily and other bodily parts oh god he does really go into a lot of detail in his book so i mean it's a good read if you want to if I'm you're enjoying inter- it so far if I'm, you're interested in i'm not too far into it but I am the royal it. family scandal that is scandalous occurring at present but yeah so any other rec- recommendations let us know but I, yeah we hope you enjoyed the podcast i we, know we miss sarah but miss we hope sarah. that she will listen to this tomorrow and you know enjoy, enjoy it. it she's probably give us all sorts of feedback won't she <laughs> she'll call a business meeting we'll sit down she'll give us a, what is it um constructive, uh, constructive criticism, criticism. <laughs> but no we we will she'll be with us next week for another fun podcast so please send in your dilemmas um ready for next week we've had a few but we need more funny stories dilemmas yeah uh, please send in the funny stories because um i love dilemmas obviously but i do love the funny stories know, we've had some really up. fun we've had some really good ones and like but, yeah last we just year giggle on it we still talk about it now yeah so if you have any funny stories obviously they're anonymous so we're not going to say who you are they will be kept anonymous forever but send them our in. lips are sealed but yeah please send them in and like always please like 
subscribe give us a five-star review on spotify and follow our instagram um yeah tackling our 20s tackling our tw- at tackling our 20s thank we love listening, you listening guys Have a we great love week. you so much and we'll see you next week see ya bye, bye. bye.